All right, welcome back to the CFARS podcast. I'm Luke. I'm Max. And uh, this week, we are reviewing, or just at least just talking about, the original Mission Impossible. It would have made more sense for me to do one of the newer ones, but I thought I'd make it difficult and do the original Mission Impossible, because this is on no streaming services for free. <laughs> for free, yes. Yeah, I have, to, I have to pay to watch this movie. Yeah. I don't like that. The occasional dog bark, it's because there's a dog. Yep. And I, I could edit around it, or I could be lazy and not. And I'm, I'm going to choose to not, because um, <laughs> I I don't want to do that. Um, sorry if I sound a little tired. My voice has been weird today. So if I sound kind of out of it, that's it. That's the reason. I Not because this movie is atrocious. It's a perfectly fine movie. It is a perfectly movie. Yeah. Um, last week we talked about Avatar, and oh. I'd I'd maybe put this a tiny bit above Avatar, but that's about it. It's okay. the, 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 they are both movies, in my opinion. They are fine. Yes, Max, what's your opinion? If you have um, opinion? Mission Impossible, this movie, yes. Yeah, I liked it. I've already seen it before, but I forgot everything that happened. And then hmm. I started again, and then I remembered everything. It's quite like I feel like it's quite memorable. Like you forget what happens, mm. but then you start watching again, and then everything remember. You remember everything. Thing is, I just there were some bits of the movie that I just don't understand. Yeah, I was happened or why this happened. I felt like watching almost a YouTube video, like the story recap of something. Yeah, there's like the ending explained videos. Yeah, yeah, because I just sometimes just don't understand it yeah and i kind of hoped when you said you'd seen this before that you knew what happened because i i was watching this like what um and i i i still didn't understand what happened so i'm i mean i i get what happened i'm a little confused by a lot of things actually i there's a reveal in this i still have no idea how that works after the third uh after like the second act like once once uh, the the boss, the boss guy, John Voight is the actor's name. Um, once he is revealed to be alive again, I am very confused. Yeah, it just gets confusing from then on. I get like I'm like some okay. He's he's the villain now, and then it, no, Tom Cruise isn't working. What? <laughs> <laughs> this then, is. Then, then, there's just so many bits where I'm like, well. Because with the French guy, I'm like, how does he have to do with how? What? There's a lot they don't explain, and um, I mean, I I actually I'd never seen this in full before. I'd seen, I'd seen the beginning, like, I'd seen up like the beginning, like first act of this movie a hundred times, and then gotten very bored, um, because this is this is not like the other Mission Impossible movies, at all. Really, even though it's the first one. Like, yeah, have you have you seen those other ones? I haven't seen any of the other ones. I have watched all of them except the ending of the second one because that is the only one I think in this franchise that is viewed as like a bad movie. Because the rest of this franchise is great. This is a franchise, in my opinion, that gets better as it goes on. You Sorry. always go on about how this is the only good action movie franchise. Well, because it's the only good action movie franchise. This is my favorite modern action movie oh. franchise. Um, it's the only one 
currently that isn't like Marvel because Marvel's fine, but they're just it's like Marvel's. I had this analogy. I like it. Marvel's like the kid. It's like a popular kid at school, and he starts wearing a tweed jacket, and that's fine. But then everyone else starts wearing a tweed jacket, and it gets annoying. And now you start to think, "Oh, I wish that guy hadn't worn tweed jacket." And that's my opinion towards Marvel. They're right. fine. Look, they're the company. They want to make money. Good for them. But just everything's Marvel now, and it bothers me. Except Mission Impossible. So thank you, Tom Cruise, for doing that. You're a weird dude, but thank you for that. Yeah, um, I, I really like the Mission Impossible movies. I'm, like, super pumped whenever a new one comes out. I've done a lot. I've watched a lot of them on planes, and which is a great place to watch Mission Impossible. I, they are unbelievable plane movies. I know that that's usually not high regarded, but I like watching movies on planes. That's the main thing. And these work there. Yeah, so... Yes. Also, I think I watched them all the areas I didn't watch this one because I maybe it wasn't on my TV. I didn't have it as on demand. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the movie's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's just fun? the plot problems that, where they don't really explain it very well. Mm. It just confuses me. It is... Mm. Well, they didn't well? explain the whole thing with Max, like the arms dealer person. They didn't explain any of that. Like, why did... Since when were they communicating with, like, the CIA? Or what was it? FBI, CIA? Presum- probably CIA, because it's international, I don't know. When they explained, like, they gave them a hard drive. When were they communicating? They were, like... They were communicating... Yeah, so... I roughly... Okay, just tell me if I get anything wrong here. Because this is an example where I think you know more than me on what's happened, just because you've seen this before. Tom Cruise is a team of fellas. Do you know what she just? Yeah, um, is it the team of fellas, a bunch of people, and then he's then they all die, and then he is accused of being a inside agent in the IMF, which is like their made up version of the CIA. Just you know, because I don't know why actually. Um, so they do that. So he's done, and so he. Uh, goes to a lady called Max. Um, because, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Do you want to... Right, let's just... Do you want to kind of just talk about the whole movie as I like, go through the whole movie? Because sure. yeah. it's hard I mean, to... There's a lot of stuff in this. I don't even know why he goes to Max. And then he looks at the Bible and it gives him an idea. Who looks at the hmm. Bible and instantly thinks chapter 3, section 14, or chapter 14. So I, yeah. I yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, let's just start at the beginning, because there's just a lot here that you need to pass through. I'm confused by this. Um, yeah, so he, we open with, like, Emilio Estevez, who I was surprised to be in, to see in this movie, because I had never, rec- I, just, I just hadn't recognized him before. He's in Breakfast Club, other stuff I imagine, but I know him from Breakfast Club and Mighty Ducks, but mostly Breakfast Club, because I love that movie. That's cool. Um yeah, so he's yeah, in this. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in this. And yeah, so Tom Cruise is on like a team. Also, the, the opening of this has like the. What was it? The, they have like the masks. It's like a fake out? What is it? How do you describe it? Like, it's. It's like a fake disguise. Thing. Yeah. I do think. I have a few notes on this, just on my notes. 
the guy that like the guy who's like on sitting down with like the undershirt on looks like I'm convinced there's an actor out there who's immortal and has played every like schlubby vaguely european villain in every movie i'm convinced of that that he has to be somewhere because this is him i've seen this man in every movie throughout centuries and he hasn't aged (laughs) that's yeah i'm convinced there's a there's a man out there playing every vaguely european villain in every action movie so like we need to find this man Hmm. and be like got a good gig Second thing, IMDb page is ginormous. It's huge. It spans like from the beginning of film. <laughs> the silent movies. She's in like a. He's in like the background of a Chaplin film, getting like beaten up. Um. Also, I yeah, you wouldn't get. I guess yeah, because you haven't seen the sequels. The mask. You know the the masks thing. The yeah. whole. This feels a lot more realistic in this movie than in the later movies. Because the later movies, I mean, what they just do is they end up just switching out an act with an actor for the masks, as you know you would. Hmm. But in this movie, I think they actually it is actually like just prosthetics on a person's face, you know, like uh, when uh, Tom Cruise imitates like the senator in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's like that. I'm like, that's just Tom Cruise with some like makeup on, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing. Although, yeah, it's weird. The, the whole masks thing, because they started with them in this movie, and they were more or less relatively realistic looking. Then the second and third movie, they go all out with the masks. Like, there are just masks all over the place. And then fourth, fifth, and sixth movies, they tried to get more grounded again, and they kind of dropped the masks. So they don't really use, they don't really use masks anymore. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, this... It's weird. Yeah, so anyway, Tom Cruise is part of a team with Emilio Estevez and a bunch of other people led by John Voight. Um, also, John Voight is introduced, like, on the on the plane with, like, the... He's on the plane and they, they ask, he gets, like, the recording and all that. Yeah. You know? Your mission, Jim, should you choose to accept it, is to obtain photographic proof of the theft shadow Galitzin to his buyer and apprehend them both. So much of this is like, you couldn't do now. Like, firstly, he smokes on the plane, and I was like, nah. <laughs> I love his, like, 90s TV plane, like, like the 90s, that, like, 90s plane TV that's, like, tiny yeah, and you have to... box yeah. on the side. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Also, like, the thing, the, the tape starts, like, I guess it's just decon... Self disconstructs, explodes. It makes a tiny explosion, like smoke goes up. I'm like, that wouldn't work now. This tape will self destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Jim. Yeah. You just see, like, going on a plane, you see smoke coming up. Like, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing. Mm. So they're in, like, their little stage that they've set up to, like, interrogate that guy, trick him into saying stuff. Hmm. Right at the beginning. Yeah. He says what he says, then they like poison him, and then they knock tables over to make it look like he just passed out or whatever. Yeah. If it was on a set. And yeah, then they remove the walls. I'm like, what? 
But yeah, if it's on a set, then why did they make it look like it was an accident? Yeah, they're just really clumsy. <laughs> they purposely just... <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't mean to, they are just like, they were trying to get to the body, they knocked everything over. They are very clumsy people. Yeah. The IMF. Um, yeah, also John Voight's in this movie. And I, re- I, people, I was just, I was just, whenever I, I hear him brought up, people are like, he's a weird dude. So I look up who he is, and he is a weird dude. Um, whenever I hear, like, someone's done something weird, I always look up their name and then controversy. Just so much stuff came up on this guy. Who, so much stuff came up on this guy. Who was he? Who was he in the movie? He's the, he's the guy who turns out to be, like, alive at the end. He's, like, the team leader. Oh. Yeah. Like, so many things. Michael Phelps. Yeah, Jim Phelps. Jim. Um, and he, like, I look it up, and he's, like, the first article comes up is, like, John Voight uh, declares ag- declares against evil Democrats and wants to talk to Joe Biden, and then just said dot, 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 and I'm like, I'm not going to click on that. Um, Jesus. Yeah, so he, inter- interesting place where his life's gone, it seems. You know? Yeah. Um, also, his wife in this movie is weirdly young compared to him. You know? Yeah. That's, that's weird. He's like 60, she's like 20. Alright, so he was born in the 30s. So when this movie came out, so he he was born in 1938. This man was born before World War Two. So in 1996, when this movie comes out, I don't know, he's... Let me just... He's 58. John Voight's 58 when this movie comes out. Alright? Really? Yes. The lady playing his wife. The lady playing his wife... Remember, he was born in 1938. His wife was born in 1963. She is his age in the movie now. She's 58 now. So when the movie came out, she was 33 and he was 58. Ew. I mean, love is love, but also he's John Voight and looks gross. Um, also, she looks... Cause uh, so he he's his uh, daughter is Angelina Jolie. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Blair Jones. Yeah. His daughter's Angelina Jolie, and I think it's very creepy how much the lady playing his wife yes. looks like Angelina Jolie, yeah. which makes it even creepier. Just it's a creepy, creepy thing. This whole creepy, creepy thing. Jo- the whole um, John Voiting just ew. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I had to say on that. Just wanted to make it clear. Ew. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we, sh- we should maybe get back to the plot. <laughs> um, we-, we-, we seem to just agree to do that and then just didn't. Um, so, yeah, they... I guess they have been hired... It's a- The whole beginning plot's also, like... Because it turns out to be a trap, and I'm like, yeah, obviously. Because... Throughout the beginning act, I'm like, none of this makes sense. They have been try- they ha- their job is to intercept a guy. They ha- a defector 
has stolen half of a list of identities, of secret identities for the IMF, and he's going to a casino or a museum or whatever to get the other half of the list. And they have to stop him from stealing it. Good morning, Mr. Phelps. The man you're looking at is Alexander Golitsyn, an attaché at our embassy in Prague. He is also a traitor. He has stolen one half of a CIA knock list, a record of all our deep cover agents working in Eastern Europe. For security reasons, the knock list is divided in two. The portion that Golitsyn already has contains code names, but this half is useless without its mate, which matches the code names with their true names. It is this half which Golitsyn plans to steal from the embassy during a reception tomorrow night. My question is, why don't you arrest him? Because you seem to know he's done it, and you seem to know that he's going there to get it. Why don't you arrest him? So they have to get a list from a guy that they could easily arrest. Um, and they all die. More or less. Everyone dies except, um, it seems, Tom Cruise. Which yeah. looks very bad for Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, I mean, drama. there's a lot of yeah. He's he's more or less also Emilio Estevez's death in this is like graphic, not graphic, but like it's stuck with me, you know. You don't really see it though. But like, it's a gnarly death. It's gnarly, and I've always thought it's kind of stupid because first because he's. He's on top of an elevator, and the elevator's moving up, and he's, his face is impaled on a spike, and you can see, for a split second, puppet Emilio Estevez's head in, going, in, going inwards as the spike hits the puppet. Cut the power, Jack. Come on, Jack. Cut the power. Jack. 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 Um, just before they cut, so that always stuck with me, because getting stabbed in the face by a, some form of electrical equipment just sounds gross and horrible way to die. But also, I don't know why he dies from that, because he could avoid it by just moving to the left. <laughs> yeah, well, as you can see, these, uh, whatever they are, secret agent people are mm -hmm. dumb. Yeah, it's, they, they, can't, they can't clean up a set without knocking over tables. And they don't know how to avoid, like, a death that stuck with nine-year-old me for way too long with, without, like, just go by going to the side a bit. And then also the whole arresting thing. Yeah, that too. I don't know. I'm starting to think, like, because then they, because, they, yeah, they, they accuse... Actually, yeah, I just want to run through some of the deaths in this movie. The, um, the lady who walks up to the guy getting stabbed, how does she get stabbed? They never clear that up. She just dies. I was like, what? She tripped she goes... and fell into the knife. <laughs> she fell into... Because, like, yeah, obviously, you know there's a guy with a knife who just stabbed a guy there. Don't go up to him. There's a fence in between you. Don't go up to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially on a, like, it's foggy. It, it looks like a some ad like a 90s adaptation of a Shakespearean movie. It looks like Interview with a Vampire, which is another 
in my opinion, slightly better 90s Tom Cruise movie. Um, by the way, I should probably mention, this is directed by Brian De Palma, who I know from stuff like Carrie, Sisters, Blowout, um, um, The Untouchables, what stuff like that. But you might know as the director of one of your favorite movies, Scarface. Say hello to my little friend! Yeah, so he directed I that. Did not know, I did not know that because I don't yeah. pay attention to anything. That's fine. It's okay, Max. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he he directed this, and people like people say this is his great directing, and I go, was it that great directing? I'm still confused. Yeah, it's a very confusing movie. Yeah. I don't understand any of, like, if that was Job. Okay, yeah, so I think that, I guess he, yeah, so, basically, yeah, so I'll, we'll get, on we'll just get to that in a second. He's accused of, wait, so yeah, no, Tom Cruise is the only one who survives the whole thing, and then he's tracked down by some other IMF agents who say that they believe he's a mole because he's just so luckily been the only one to survive this. And they arrest his parents. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't know why. I just thought it was funny. But uh, yeah, so they an epic prank. Epic pranks, bro. Epic, epic nineteen ninety six pranks, bro. <laughs> Filming like the bulk, some bulky camera, put it on like a VHS, or like very early websites. Uh, yeah, so. And then, yeah, then he goes to their safe house, which, why would the IMF not be there? Because they know where their safe house is. And then Tom Cruise just escaped. Obviously, they would just follow him to the safe house. That seems like an obvious. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Um, then they go there, and then John Voight's wife walks in, because apparently... She's still alive, and, I don't know, when she was, like, patting her down, it looked weird, I don't know, it felt weird. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, there's, like, nothing's happening, but I feel like something is happening, and it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Max's opinion on the subject, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. That that she would be better in this movie. I'd watch Mission Impossible with her. Consuela, Mission Consuela. Mission Consuela. Consuela Impossible. That's it. There we go. Yes, no. Consuela. The movie is about like them. The yes, no. I got it. Consuela cleans Tom Cruise's house, and she takes one of his masks. And he wants the mask back. And it, the entire movie... The movie is two and a half hours long. And the entire movie is about him trying to get a mask back. And it's him going, can I have it? And she going, no, no, no. <laughs> That's what I need. That's what Mission Impossible like, 7 needs to be. 
Tom Cruise, stop yelling at people on your set. Just do that instead. Consuela impossible. Yes. We're making that, Max. Yes. I'm That's what we're doing now. Bagsy Consuela. You, Bagsy Consuela. You, you insist on playing Consuela. Yes. All right. Um, full prosthetics. Full prosthetics. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he he goes back to their safe house and texts people. This isn't. This is. <laughs> I don't know. This is where it starts to like. You start to lose me. Somehow, he finds a bunch of numbers and then dots in them, and it's on a date. And then he looks up, and the most wonderfully placed Bible is there. Because the IMF is a classy agency. Um, yeah, and so uh, he works out it's a Bible reading. Job 3.14. And then he's, he, I guess, I don't know, the Bible reading said by Job, which I don't know, is that the book of Revelations? I haven't brushed up on my Christian whatever stuff in a while. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. It's weird. He that yeah. This is another yeah. It's lost me at this point. Yeah, you lost me. This is the one. Yep. This is it. This is this is where you begin to lose me, and it just it just gets worse from it. He 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 wants to track down a guy called Job now, and then somehow that translates to him meeting a English lady called Max. But why? I don't know, Max. I thought you knew. I, I, I spent the whole video, like, video, movie, trying to work out, and I just couldn't understand. And I yeah, understand it's... more watching it the second time, but I don't know why. Yeah, it's... It's weird. Also, when he gets the text, he, like, it's, like, it's a very dramatic thing. He, like, jumps up, and I like to imagine that's how he, that how Tom Cruise responds to emails generally. Like the, the, to anything, anything. <laughs> you're just sweaty constantly, and then you get a text. You're like, "Wow!" and you text back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then so he he's going to see a lady called Max, and they put like a bag head. They put they put a bag on his head, and the he's acting with the bag on his head. Makes me want to. Makes me wish he had a bag on his head and more movies. Why was it good acting or bad? It was wonderful bag head acting. I thought I was going to see Max. You misunderstood. No one sees Max. What the hell am I doing here? Allowing Max to see you and hear what you've got to say. Well, I don't communicate very well through a shroud. Well, if Max doesn't like what you have to say, you'll be wearing that shroud. Indefinitely. I'm willing to take the chance. <laughs> Wonderful bag head acting. He moved his head very comedically. I liked it. Mm. Tom Cruise do this more. Also, if finally I found a character in a movie who pronounces what like me. Because Max in this movie. Not you, Max. Lady Max. 
She says she pronounces the H before her W's. She goes, she's like, what are you doing here? Who are you and what are you doing here? And I love it. You've never said what like in a normal sentence, ever. What on earth are you referring to? Did you just say twoo? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Let's start the problem right now, Max, okay? We have priorities. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess she, they make a deal where he has to get a file from her from some fancy fancy lab place and in return for that she'll get him Job. Is that how it works? Yes, but who is Job? I still don't know. Do you, do you have your computer? If I search up on on Amy and everything, right? yeah, yeah, because I don't want to like click off by accident. Mm-hmm. Who is Job? Look up Mission Impossible because otherwise you're also going to get like a bunch of like um, religious stuff. Oh, <sighs> or is it John? Twist of the century. What? It's Jim Phelps. Wait, yeah. They said that, I forgot. They did, that's what the ending's about. Okay, uh, let me then, I'm gonna something else. I feel a little stupid for forgetting that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm searching something else up. Why is Max relevant in Mission Impossible? It's telling you stuff on Marxism. <laughs> the internet's Marxist an interesting place. Mm-hmm. On ecological sustainability. I think that might also be Marxism, Max. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I, that that's not. Okay. Well, All right, we're gonna. Boy, yeah. 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 So they make that deal. And they're in a car with some bad rear projection. That's about it. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess then he meets up with the French fella as yeah. Krieger? Krieger. And Ving, and awesome Ving Rames, who is a th- another actor who I'm very thankful is a constant in these movies. Because he's the one of the best parts of this movie. Hmm. He's the, like the hacker guy, right? He's uh yeah, he's like yeah, he's the yeah, Ving Rhames. Luther. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Luther. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's cool. And he's he's, cool. he's yeah. Just cool guy. <laughs> I know I don't know anything about him, but he seems like a cool guy. Hmm. That's all I know. Um Yep, so he meets up with them, and he says, help me with the thingy, and they say yes. That's more or less what the scene is, it seems. He says, help me with something, and they're like, sure. Alright. Sure. So they do, and they're very proud about it. It's very nice. Um, they do that. I don't know, I'm, we're kind of rushing this movie. Again, it's not like a particularly... This movie has just like got a lot of heavy dialogue scenes that are hard to understand, and as a weird editor... And it's not very clear. And but other than that, it's a very simple movie. I think like the writers 
and you fell asleep. Yeah. And forgot. Brian De Palma did not write this movie, and you can tell. Mm. That is apparent. Um. Yeah. So they they go it. So they have they break into. I think was probably the most famous bit of this movie. The whole like vault sort of thing. The, the whole over the the whole very overcomplicated vault. Um, uh, because so it's like it's a yeah it's like it looks very two thousand one everything's white, um and it's you can't make any sound, and you can't touch like anything and the floors otherwise because the floors are so like incredibly fuck pressure sensitive that as shown earlier a drop of water will make the alarms go off which seems like a bad idea. Yeah. It seems yeah, that like guy leaves his like drink there. Yeah. How and come your ass bring... bin on yeah. the floor? Is a bin in there? You can have you can bring you can just bring your drinks in. It's both the highest tech and most casual like Pentagon st- t- style building in the US government. <laughs> it's the only building like that. Yeah. And I don't know why all these Features are there, especially because they, then they have like a massive vent in the a massive people-sized vent in this roof, and you can fix this problem by just making it lots of smaller vents, and then no one can get in. No, unless unless um, it's being broken into by an army of dwarves. Okay, well then we have a problem. If Snow White tries to break into this we have a problem but currently we have good relations with the seven dwarves community yeah um yeah oh actually did you hear about that whole controversy with this new uh, snow white movie no so you know who peter dinklage is no he's the short fella on game of thrones he was in infinity war oh yeah, yeah yeah He made a thing about um, how they're casting. I mean, I don't know if this is the wrong thing to say. Shorter people as the dwarves in this live action Snow White movie. He was saying it's not okay and all that. And then a week later, as in Disney cancelled the movie. Or maybe, I don't know what they'll do now. Maybe they haven't cancelled it. And then all the actors who were going to play the dwarves said, well, thanks a lot, Peter Dinklage. Now I don't have a job. Ah. Yeah, so he... And which is also weird, especially because he became famous for playing characters who are small. Like... He plays a character... I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but it looks like he plays a character. He got famous for being a character in Game of Thrones. He plays a dwarf in Infinity War, like... It's not like... Yeah, but still, you know, like... He's... He's using... I think he's probably... I mean, in this his most recent movie as well, Cyrano, which I haven't seen, it looks good. Um, He's playing a guy who complains about being small. So he's definitely used his height as an advantage to get roles, which, mm. good for him. But he complains when other people do it. Yeah. So, 
that's kind of been like a thing now. It's just like, fuck you. Yeah, anyway. Um, big weird vault room. Uh, also, you can also fix it by just, you know, put like spikes. On, make it a smaller room. Yes, ginormous. It's huge. I'm like, yeah, make it like, make it like a big cupboard. Make it a big cupboard sized room. Then it's very hard to break into that. Let me tell you, cupboard-sized rooms are very hard to break into, and maybe don't put massive. Yeah, don't make it a cupboard-sized room, and don't give make it have a massive vent in the room. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, just my opinions on some of the uh, security in this. I forgot where it is. Place. Um. Also, then, like, there's a couple just of bits in this movie that don't make and that's this whole sequence that makes sense they have the quietest like ropes ever because apparently any any sound will make alarms go off also there's a bit in the movie there's a bit in the sequence where a guy comes in and and tom cruise is like hoisted up hoisted up the problem is the floors are so shiny his reflection would be in the floors and the guy would see that so and you see it in a couple of shots. Then you can see at the very bottom of the frame, just the beard of Tom Cruise's like reflection on the floor, or like it's behind him. Like yeah, they try to make sure you can't see it, but it's definitely there. You know. I never noticed that. Yeah, I will because it's just a really long sequence. So I start to be like, just look around, like oh, yeah. How come I can't see his reflection? Because he's looking at the floor. Or just like down in general. If you you'd, if you saw like yeah, if I looked from the floor and I saw the reflection of like a gangly thirty year old man, I- I'd look up. I'd think it's a little weird. Not gonna maybe, lie. Maybe he's like um, what's it? Schizophrenic, where you like have those. You can like see it. Or maybe maybe I'm getting that all wrong. But you know the where you can you have like voices and you sometimes see see people that are like hallucinations well then why does he work at where he works that's a terrible (laughs) job for you sir if if you're having if you're like seeing things maybe don't work in anything defense related what does he even do i don't know he just he just it seems like he just walks in and out of this room as his job like clicks a few buttons on the computer's like huh anyway i'm gonna go leave now Yeah, it's 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 weird. I don't get this movie. Um, also, he's really sweaty. He's just Tom Cruise throughout this entire movie. It seems like early Tom Cruise is constantly sweaty in movies, like this, Top Gun, other things. You know what it is? What I know what it is, Luke. What? This is earlier movies, and he's like, "Oh, I have to do a good job, or I won't get a job." He's really nervous. He wants to put his best performance on so he gets a new, the next job. He's just constantly sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's weird. I mean, yeah, I mean Tom Cruise, like, he's a good pretty good actor. Good for him. But like, yeah. <laughs> really sweaty in this scene. Also, it's really he's a weird actor how he looks as well. Because I mean, I'm sure he's gone plastic surgery. Because he looks very good for however, how, 
how old, however old he is, because it's really weird seeing him in like movies where he's actually thirty. Because he was thirty three when this movie comes out, came out. Really. And yeah, and seeing him play thirty three, he looks like a baby. It feels like. Because nowadays he's just like. He could. He's either. You have no idea how old he is. He could be like. He could be like very. He could be like. He could either be forty or seventy, and he's just that weird area in between. He's like Doc Brown from Back to the Future. We could either be like late thirties or thousands of it, thousands of years old. I have no idea. Um, hmm. Yeah, Tom Cruise. It's weird. Just seeing him in younger, old, yeah, older movies. He looks like a baby, and it's weird to me. Just... Yeah, he's definitely had plastic surgery. I'm looking at images of bef- like supposedly before and after plastic surgery. Yeah, no, he's. Yeah, I mean, fine. I mean, it's not like I imagine most people in Hollywood have. It's just, it's. Hmm. Yeah. You can do that if you don't look really young when you're young, and he looked really young when he was young. So, you know. Hmm. Nah. Um. What else? See that they do that. They still whatever and then i don't know why why do they need the thing with all the names i think that's what max wants and in return max will give them the name of job but isn't that like completely really dangerous like it's giving away all the names of all the secret agents i don't know i'm a little confused man i don't know (laughs) and then they're idiots and they didn't think it through yeah and then after this, the movie completely loses me. Because, actually, yeah, no, first before this, before the movie completely loses me, they complete the mission, and they go to England. And they, li- and they get, like, an apartment above Leicester Square, and this is where I officially have lost, this movie has gone into a fantasy land. There's so much of this, like, the, them setting, just showing that they're in London, none of it makes sense to me. And I'm going to run through it now, because I got very confused annoyed by this so first obviously the the, the shot because they show he has like they've gotten an apartment above leicester square and for people who don't live in england or in or london leicester square is one of the busiest parts of london it is near oxford street which is the busiest shopping shopping area in europe so yes leicester square is incredibly busy and on this street they show there is only like there's only three people outside. I don't think there have only been three people outside Leicester Street since the fifty since the fifteen hundreds. I'm convinced <laughs> of that. Daily shopping in Yeah, that was the last fifteen hundreds was the last time there were only three people on maybe not even like at any time of day. And it's nighttime and it's raining and there are still minimum fifty people on Leicester Square. I don't care. Like, there's, there's no way there are not like fifty people in the streets of Leicester Square at any given moment. Is that? Just, yes. Is that? Secondly, how in the heck did they get an apartment above Leicester Square Station, and they don't live there? They're just staying there as a safe house. So why did they choose the most imp- the most expensive part of a country? To stay in. God, no. 
They wanted to splash out on the cash. I mean, guys, I know we're trying to, we're running for our lives, but might as well do that in style. <laughs> By buying the most apa- expensive apartment in the country. I swear to God. Yeah, so that happens. There's like, a, they just chill there. And then he goes to, is it Paddington? What's the train station he goes to? I thought it was Liverpool. Maybe it's Paddington. Yeah. No, no, I think, what do you think, what do you say it was? It was Liverpool Street Station. It might have been. No, because it is, it's, it's where you take the, the Euro rail, isn't it? Oh, then it's St. Pancras. So yeah, so it's St. Pancras. So he goes to St. Pancras Station. And I guess John Voight's there now. And, and John Voight's the bad guy now. Jim Phelps. This is where the movie loses me. I think this this is it. I, I don't know what... I have no idea what happens onwards from here. Yeah, they could have just ended the movie after that, like, iconic bit, and I would have been happy. Yeah, but then then with the movie would be, like, an hour long. I know, and it wouldn't end properly. Yeah, but he just, and it just, he climbs up and got to get it done. Roll credits. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing a family guy credit music. Yeah, that just <laughs> You've been watching too much family guy. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't I don't know. Now John Voight's the movie and now he's the villain. Why? Just because. John Voight's the villain now. Roll with it. Um And so I don't know, he explains that he Killed all the people on the team, and then Tom Cruise. We found it later, but he pretends to work for him. Like he's like, "Yep, oh, all right, I'm working with I you now." Thought, Don't avoid- I didn't realize. I didn't. I thought he said that the other guy killed all the people, and Tom Did Cruise he? didn't know he was evil. Oh, uh, oh, okay then. Never mind. This is this is why you're here, man. I don't understand this movie. Uh, yeah, Down that's... down for me. I am your superior. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was confused. Thank you for cleaning that up. Um, either that, that happens. Um, what else? Yeah, so they, they... Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes way more sense now. Oh. Oh, I, I understand this movie now. Thank you. I was so confused. Wait, why were you confused? Because then later they have the other reveal on the train that turns out Tom Cruise was listening the whole time. Like, oh. with a fake, the fake, the mask fake out? Yeah. On the train with John Voight and his and wife who could be his daughter and looks like his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It would be real. I for like a brief second watching this movie, I legitimately thought it was Angelina Jolie playing his wife, which would have been really creepy. I don't know why I'd keep going on about this, but it's creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So they get on the train, and he, Tom Cruise, gives the. Thing, whatever Max wanted on the train and then the John Voight's wife 
goes to John Voight, and we find out she and John Voight are the villains. Are they're Job, and they planned it. And then it turns out that Ethan Hunt's there, but it also turns out that actual John Voight's there, and then a fight scene happens. Whoa. I I think this is a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just made a weird noise. Yeah. I I think me and this movie's defeated me and Max. Yeah. Yeah. It's Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. We're tired. I don't get it. Yeah. The fight scene in this, because, I mean, you probably know this, like, the franchise is kind of famous for their stunts, you know? Hmm. Like, I think in Fallout, the most recent one, Tom Cruise, there's a sequence where Tom Cruise learned to fly a helicopter, and there's, like, a helicopter fight, chase scene, shootout in, like, a ravine. Helicopters put on boxing gloves and punch each other. That's what it should be, but unfortunately it's not. (laughs) Yeah, Tom Cruise that did that, and he jumped out of like actually sky jumped out of a plane. In he did those two in Fallout, in Rogue Nation, the fifth one, he I'm not joking strapped himself to the side of a plane. Yes, I know that. In the f- fourth one, he did something else. I don't know what he did in fourth one. Oh no, in the fourth one, he did a sequel. Or is it the fifth? One? I don't know. He's in one of the yeah. I no never mind, I don't know. In one of them um, he goes in, underwater for a long time. Yeah, in one of them he like did a sequence where he has to get some stuff out of a, another overcomplicated vault that's underwater. He had to like learn us hold his breath for ten minutes. Fun. Uh yeah. Um in the third one he claws cl- climbs the is it not the Taj Mahal. He climbs like the tallest building in the world, which I think is like some building in Indonesia. Which yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I, I think he's probably trying to kill himself because of the Scientology, and that, that's how he's... really suicidal. Yeah, no, I think he's he's worked out that Scientology is not a good idea, but he can't get out of it, so he's just trying to kill himself. With style. Yes. Like, I imagine he's talking to the director of these new ones. It's like, you know, man, how about for this one we use real bullets? But, but uh, Mr. Cruz, you're not running in this one. Exactly, man. <laughs> Just let me go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but this this fight scene, like, on top of a train, I'm convinced is why he does everything practically. Because his whole thing is, like, he says, we all know he's trying to kill himself, but he says it's because you there's a realism that's lost with CGI. And I think this stream, this sequence is why he thinks that. Because this movie has some very bad 1996 CGI on top of a train. Grass was too green. Uh, like, there's a bit... It, a helicopter gets in at one point, and you see a helicopter in a train tunnel in front of a train, and none of it looks real. And the guy it's in just... the train looks like a mouse. Yeah, I was gonna say, he looks like a cartoon almost. He looks like a guy from Wallace and Gromit. He's Stuart Little. Stuart Little. 
What is that? The mouse. He is too little. Sorry. Why do I think it was too little? This. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of rushing into this movie because, like, there's not. I don't know. It's fine. Nothing it's just... is like. You can, like, kind of skip the movie and kind of understand what the happened. sequels. Yeah, the sequels. Don't really matter. Yeah, it's just kind of like. It's. It's weird. It's a lot, like, colder than the, the latest actual thriller and not like an action movie. This is much more of a thriller than the later movies. Hmm. Um, the later movies are more action, like more fun, if you will, like the more action adventure, you know, than thriller than this one. I, I would almost put thriller as the first genre for this movie and then action adventure second. And then the later movies are, I think. Action adventure first, comedies then, because those later movies also Tom Cruise, Chops team is doing some very good physical acting, like physical comedy. He's he can be really funny in those movies. Hmm. I I'm shocked you haven't seen them. Have what the heck, Max? Come on. I mean, I, I know I haven't. Why would I ask if I hadn't seen them? <laughs> I know, but you should you should see them. I can't believe that you haven't seen them. It's, a, it's <laughs> just it's a travesty. Oh, Heck, heck, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then the helicopter explodes. The end. <laughs> the helicopter explodes. The end. In uh, some more wonderful 1996 graphics. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking. Then... Yep. I forgot what I was going to say. Um. Yeah. It's just. Then, then, it, just the whole fact when it explodes, he kind of looks like he can get fl- he gets flung really weirdly mm-hmm. when it explodes, and it hurts my back like watching him. His whole spine gets like bent twice. Yeah, it's also like I because you know how like old westerns they have the whole thing of fighting on a train. I love how it's just yeah. it's that now, but like just your you your brain is being pushed in the back of your head because it's a high speed train. Yeah. Um, and on that note, um, if we sound different, it's because we're recording on a different mic. If it, we don't, I'm just going to cut this out. Um, but on that note, um, I have some information on the C-Files, because um, up to this point, uh, we've had uh, different co-hosts every week with me being the impermanent. But I thought, um, I'm just going to save myself some time and effort getting every- someone to do this every week. And I'm forcing three of my friends to do it with me every week instead. Unfortunately. Um, Coming for every podcast episode that I can force them onto. Casper. Max. And um, Luke's alter ego, Huxley. Yes, it's a different person, I promise. He's lying. We're never going to do this in person for different reasons. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so um, we've everyone we've had all you guys on a podcast at one point. I've had Max on a ton of them. <laughs> Max is oh, on... Hi. Max. <laughs> uh, we've had a... <laughs> Don't let Max lie to you like that. It's very rude. That was Huxley. You're going to have to p- tell the v- difference between that. The way you'll be able to sa- work it out is if I'm insulting Huxley, it's or Huxley. Or if, Luke. <laughs> or if, and if hu- someone's insulting me, it could be either of us. I'm very self-deprecating in some ways. It's definitely not Max, though. He's way too nice. Max is he's a nice Canadian person. Like that. He's Canadian like that. He's from Canada he's, now. He's Canadian. No, he's from Canada. He's from, Ca- he's from Canada in Seoul. Canada. 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 All right, Kadia. so, um, Kadia. yeah, no, yes. not stand. The fall of Kadia this is, this is about to get very Planet out of hand, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, shut these people down.
This was a terrible idea. Sorry, we're talking about nerd shit. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Give me your lunch money. We just said we just said you were Canadian, Max. <laughs> Come on, man. You have a reputation to yeah, live up to. Okay. Um yeah, so I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. So uh so next week, uh we're gonna have an episode on the Batman. We we're gonna record it like now. We, we just finished it. That, that's now. That's now. We're gonna Duh we're Batman. gonna finish recording this and just record that. Um but yeah, so I'll we'll see you next week. Uh I'm just gonna do it again because we uh we just did it. But I'm Luke. I'm Casper. I'm Max. I'm Huxley. This has been the CFARS Podcast. See you next week.